In 2007, I had accepted a job with the workforce to be a career counselor. I was so excited because, I mean, naturally I was the right choice. I, mean, I had to be the right choice for them because I had the counseling experience with my, the job I just left. I had the community experience because I was hosting a community show. So I had resources available for the people that I was going to be counseling in their career. Also, I was a likable guy. And of course, I, it made sense that they offered me the job. So I went down to the home office for the workforce and I went to the board uh, and talked to the HR person to fill out all my paperwork to do what I needed to to sign off and make sure that I was the right person um, to where I was going to be assigned to my, the office I was being assigned to. As I was waiting in the HR's office and waiting for them to come back with some of the copies they had made, I made the mistake of looking on the desk. And on the desk, I saw someone's name and application, and I saw the, the posted note that said first choice, and right below it, I saw it say declined offer, and it had the date. I wasn't their first choice. It wasn't. What? How is that possible? This is I Am Jason, Season 3, Episode 7. What if you were the second choice? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of I Am Jason. This is your podcast for career wellness and personal growth. I am your host, Jason Cancino. I am a career wellness coach here in the DFW area. And today we're diving into a topic that many of us have encountered at some point in our careers. What if you were the second choice for a job? So this right now is going to be continually going forward about the about 2024 being our focus and focusing on what's going to happen going forward and for some of you this could be part of your 2024 so I want to talk about this and if, if this has been in your past understand that that story I just told while in 2007 it did sting for me to find out that I was not my person or the, the first person chosen um, I have since, of course, dealt with it. I have since, of course, um, actually talked to the HR person that left that file out on accident and just had a good talk with them. And um, a lot of what we're going to talk about today is definitely going to talk, is going to address what we're going to talk about or what the topic is, because I want to make sure you understand that if you were the second choice in an applicant pool, if you found out, what what would you do? What if you were the second choice? So welcome to episode seven. Appreciate y'all hanging out with me. Let's get to this.
If you are a first-time listener to our podcast, I want to welcome you. This podcast was set up to help originally with the rejection that we feel. This is similar. This is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So I do want to talk about a little bit of the history of the podcast, just so you kind of get an idea. Uh, so season one was about rejection and how we dealt with that in the professional environment. Season two, it became an overall uh, comprehensive approach to the job search. One of my favorite episodes on that one is episode nine, which was released in November, and that's called Finding Your Yop. So I encourage you, if you are struggling with finding your voice in your career, that would definitely be one for you to go through. This season, though, has been so different. And what I've done with this season is the focus for us has been how what I'm doing 2024 on purpose, right? So the first thing that I did was I talked about flipping the job search mindset switch. And I wanted you to know that when it comes to your job search, um, we, we want to know about a positive and purposeful mindset and let that be what starts off your success in your job search. So that was season, that was episode one for this season. Season two is called The Power of Intentional Networking. And while you will always hear me advocate for networking, uh, seventy if you didn't know, 75% of the jobs out there are not posted anywhere on a job board. They are are, are, are obtained through networking, and that's by that's by the Department of Labor's um, stats. So that's actually I would I would consider that to be probably less than or more than seventy five percent. I think they're they're under um, uh, underestimating what that is. So I talk about being intentional in your network and and your networking in episode two. So that way you have a more focused and more purposeful networking. Um, approach to yourself. Episode three is about embracing the opportunities and our rejections. And that's a different focus from today's focus. That focus is about understanding that there are opportunities that grow out of the times that we are, that we face rejection in our careers. And so that is a, that's, that's similar and close to what we're going to talk about today but it is definitely a, a different aspect of the rejection and the purpose that you're going to have whenever rejection comes around. Then on episode four, we talked about, are you on purpose with your career? And what I did is I asked the question, I said, look, are you deliberate in your job search? Are you on purpose with your skill development? Are you intentionally networking? And are you seeking promotions and advancements when you get jobs? So that episode was episode four. Are you on purpose with your career? Uh, two weeks ago, we had on purpose with our strengths. And basically, we talked about that when we give our effort, when we are, are putting our, our strength and our effort towards projects, jobs, or relationships, we are going to be purposeful in those. We're going to make sure that we're focusing ourselves towards a particular uh, direction that is online with our career trajectory or our career goal that we set for ourselves. So I want to make sure that you are thinking about your strength, that you are the strength and the effort that you're giving in those situations. And then the last episode we had, episode six, was why mentorship matters. And I talked about how you want to um, you want to consider a mentor in your career 
and I give you five reasons to consider why that's a great choice, but I also give you things to consider when it comes to a mentor, because a lot of times we don't always remember what a mentor, uh, what the whole purpose is behind a mentor. So if you're new to the podcast, hey, guess what? You just had the full rundown for season one, season two, and what's going on this season where we are on purpose with 2024. So often in our competitive world, we're conditioned to believe that being second best means we've failed somehow. But what if I told you that being the second choice doesn't necessarily mean you're any less qualified or capable? In fact, it might just mean that you're the perfect fit to a different role or organization. Let's break it down. Imagine you've gone through rounds of interviews, poured your heart and soul into the application process, only to find out that you weren't the employer's first pick. It's so very easy to feel defeated, to, the, to question your worth and your, your abilities and, and anything you bring to the table at that point. But stop there. Take a moment to reframe your perspective. Being the second choice doesn't diminish your value. It simply means that for whatever reason, maybe the first candidate declined the offer like in my case, or perhaps they weren't the right fit after all, the employer saw something special in you. They saw potential, skills, and qualities that they believed would contribute to the team's success. Now in this part of the podcast, I want to remind you that for any job that is out there right now, employers are probably receiving 200 applications for people that are applying for those jobs. And we've talked about this before. They are not calling 200 people to interview. So if you're getting called for an interview, you're probably one of five. And for my math geeks out there like me, those people that love net, uh, the, the data like I do, if you've had 200 people apply and you, only, you're, you are only interviewing five people, that is the top 2.5% of people who have applied for that job. So keep that in mind. Also, think about it this way. When you go to a restaurant and order your favorite dish, only to find out that they're out of the main ingredient, what do you do? Do you leave hungry and disappointed, or do you choose another dish that could still satisfy you and fill you up, and you can still leave very happy from that choice? In a similar fashion, when an employer extends an offer to their second choice, they're not settling for less. They're making a conscious decision to invest in someone they they believe can excel in the role someone who brings a unique perspective and skill set to the table. So if you ever find yourself in a position of being second choice for a job, embrace it. Embrace the opportunity to prove yourself, to showcase your talents, and to exceed expectations. One of the coolest stories that I have about that, about um, what happened to me with the workforce is a year later, I'm 
in front of a group of career counselors teaching a class on doing things the way I do them as a career counselor. When I got there, yeah, I wasn't the, the, the first choice, but guess what? I was God's first choice. And the people that I came in contact throughout that whole time I was a career counselor, I was their choice for a career counselor because they felt so relieved and so uh, listened to and so in, and and I felt like I impacted so many people during the time that I was a career counselor that I was their choice. I was. I still have a lot of those people who were my um, who are my clients, my customers during that time who are still connected to me on LinkedIn, who still follow me, even listen to the podcast, still reach out to me to tell me that they've had success in some of their some aspect of their job. And I'm thankful that I may not have been the first choice for the workforce, but being the second choice gave me an opportunity to still provide services to those people that needed it. Remember, it's not about being first in line. It's about making the most of the opportunities that come your way. And who knows, being the second choice today could lead to bigger and better opportunities tomorrow. I know that when I, as, as the workforce, when I was with the workforce, um, I did get a chance to advance and, and be promoted into a business solutions role that allowed me to take what I had learned as a counselor and apply that basically as a recruiter for the workforce for employers so that they can understand the mindset of the job seeker. So I was definitely looking for the bigger and better opportunities. And in the, in the way that I performed with those employers, my performance in getting people employed while helping employers meet their needs in the general, uh, in, in this area of Dallas-Fort Worth, well, guess what? I, I got to become a project manager. I got to um, become a, a center manager and teach other people how to do things the way I did it. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you to keep your head up, to stay confident and trust in your abilities. Because whether you're the first choice, the second choice, or somewhere in between, you have the power to make a lasting impact in your career and beyond. I hope you understand that we don't always get to be the first one to watch the movie. We don't always get to be the first one to get the iPhone, the brand new iPhone. We don't always get to be the first. But that's not a bad thing, it isn't. I sit in my office sometimes and I think about how I, I'm just very thankful for how I got to where I got to, to where I am. You know, I, I never would have thought 20-year-old Jason back when he was trying to be international business would wind up in this place to want to help other people, to want to want to encourage them, to want to be there, to give them any kind of resource that I have to help with getting to where they understood that I don't do anything but just remember, remind them and help them to remember 
just how awesome they are. Just because an employer didn't think they were the first person or the second person or the third person. I had one employee that I called and I uh, this is back in uh, when I was a manager for for a temporary labor um, company and I, I had one employee one potential employee that I called because I didn't think I, I called and told her look I appreciate you ap applying for the job I appreciate you um, interviewing with me and everything I just didn't think that she she would fit so I told her that you know hey we're going in a different direction but thank you I'll keep you in mind and she actually said please do because I, I really think you would be a real fun manager to work with so the person that I had, I thought I was going to hire for the job. I, I when I interviewed them, they said they were ready to start whenever. And uh, when I called them and said, "Hey, just want to let you know," and I'm talking like this is like two or three days after the fact that we'd interviewed, I said, "Hey, just want to let you know that I want to extend an offer to you to, to for the position." And I told her what the position was that she had interviewed for, and she said, "Well, actually, I'm not going to be able to take the job." And I was like, "What?" She's like, yeah, um, it turns out that I I really don't want to work in this area. And, and I, I, my fiance and I talked about it and we're actually going to be moving to a different part of the state. And he was able to put in his transfer for the job that he was with. So she was able to go with them. And I was like, wow. So I called back my the person that I thought she did really well with, but I didn't think she would be a good fit. And I called her and, and said, look, um, turns out that I would like to offer the job to you. And I, I was honest with her. I told her the, the person I had picked, um, they are not going to be able to do the job because they're moving. But I really liked you and, and I think that we can work together. And you want to know what? She actually turned out to be the best person I hired for that company. She was. She was a go-getter. She was proactive. She was um, she, she was. Um, not afraid to mix it up because we did like construction stuff. She was not afraid to go to the construction sites and be like, look, this is what we need to do with this worker. Or, or if she had disciplined someone, she would just go and discipline them. So I was very thankful that I hired her. I'm very thankful that she was still available, even though she wasn't my first choice. So keep that in mind that if you're still looking for work and an employer has not gotten back to you, um, if you listen to the first episode of last season, one of the things I had talked about was what do you do while you're still, while you're waiting for a job? Yeah, keep looking for work. Definitely keep looking for work. But understand that there is someone out there who is waiting for your application to come across the desk. And even if it's an application that's under who they originally wanted for the job, when they make the, the offer to you, when they extend an offer to you, feel good about it. Understand and trust your abilities. Don't let someone else determine your worth. Know what you bring to the table. Know what it's worth. Know how you are going to add value to a company and then go for it. Go for, go from there. Understand that, that you don't have to be the first choice to make the best impact on any organization that you go into. And we, we sometimes need to follow and we sometimes need to be led before we can show people just how incredible we are as leaders. So 
that's everything. That's all for today for me. I just want to just remember and remind you, it's not about being the first choice. It's about being the right choice. So this is, I am Jason, your career wellness uh, podcast. This has been episode seven. What if you were the second choice? I'm Jason Cancino. I'm a career wellness coach here in the DFW area. Please feel free to reach out to me and ask me any questions. I'm thankful for the people who do reach out. And uh, my audience is small, but I'm very thankful that I do touch um, some lives in the DFW area. Actually, throughout the United States, and I've gotten feedback from the world. We talked about that before, that I'm just very thankful for being able to do this. And if there's anything that I say today that helps you out, then great. That's what it's here for. It's meant to help you in your career journey. So I want to thank Jonah Copeland again for the music that we go out to. The opening music that we had was called Choice by Stephen Keach. Thought that would be appropriate for us. But Jonah Copeland has provided our the music that you're listening to now. And I just want to say thank you, Jonah. Great blessings over you, dude. Uh, thank you all again for listening to the podcast. Share with your friends. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on your LinkedIn page. And anything I can do to help y'all, please let me know. Other than that, go out and help somebody and have a wonderful day.